Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Welcome back once again. Hope everybody enjoyed the weekend. Here we go. A full week back in the saddle again. Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700. As always, we'll take you up until 3 o'clock today. Good to see that on Friday, Wolfgang didn't burn this place down. Everything still standing, and we're raring to go here on a Monday. Enjoyed uh, not really days off, but uh, a couple of days away up in Fort Dodge for the state softball tournament. Then was able to make my way up to Minneapolis, the 1987 reunion. Some of my earliest baseball memories of 1987. And those world champion Minnesota Twins up there over the weekend. A lot of fun there. Uh, lots of things to talk about, certainly pertaining to that. We'll get into that later in the show. But at the top, what's happening right now in Chicago Big Ten Football Media Days, and that is where our conversation starts. As Kirk Ferentz, a little over an hour away when he will be meeting the media over there. Jim Delaney on the stage earlier today. Also, uh, Mark Silverman from the Big Ten Network trying to get some questions asked as it pertains to what it's going to look like in terms of television. Big conversation piece today. Now, as we know, the Big Ten has struck up agreement with Fox and both Fox, big national Fox, Channel 17 on your Rockstar DirecTV dial or Fox Sports 1, 219, those are Fox entities. Both of those will be used in different capacities for Big Ten games. Basically the games that you saw in the past that were ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, Sometimes on the U, sometimes even on Classic, though very rarely on ESPN Classic or ESPN News. Those games will still be there, but half the package will go to Fox. The other half will stay with ESPN. That's going to lead to both TV providers trying to figure out, all right, how do we finagle the schedule? Who gets first pick this week? Normally by this time, we know what the night games are going to be. It's not the case as it sits right now. That is a big question mark out there. Lots of different things to decipher. we got Tom Caker coming up from Chicago. He's going to join us here at about 1225. Kind of a, a little preview of what's happening with Kirk. But the big news, well, it's depth chart day. And any time there's a depth chart release. You know, for Iowa State, when we talked about that last week, for Iowa State, it was big because we didn't even get a projection a depth chart during spring football for the Cyclones. We did with Iowa, but there are some changes. Some changes at the top, including, well, the most important position, tight end. No, 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 not tight end. Though do have two listed at tight end, and we will get to that. No, it's the quarterback position. And uh, I'll have to say a little bit surprised when it comes out this morning. As we know, going back to the spring, it became a two-man race with Nathan Stanley and Tyler Wiegers vying for the job. Now, a year ago at this time, everybody just assumed that Tyler Wiegers was going to have the same role that he had the year before as the backup. And then this true freshman, Nathan Stanley, comes in last August and takes over as the number two, which led to the thought process that, okay, this guy is going to be the starter then for 2017. Then we go through the spring. That wasn't the case. 
in terms of pure throwing ability and probably athletic ability, I think Nathan Stanley does have it there. But going back to the spring, you saw plenty of times where Stanley, too amped up, too fired up, whatever it may be, whatever you're you're looking to kind of explain it as, didn't have a whole lot of touch. You know, same kind of problem that you saw with C.J. Beathard. Now, with more experience, he was able to know when to pull back, know when you don't need to throw a fastball, and you know you throw a t- changeup, touch, all those different things. He was able to figure those things out. Can Nathan Stanley get there? We don't know. Tyler Wiegers knows the offense. Tyler Wiegers, I thought, looked better in periods of spring practice than what I saw out of Nathan Stanley. What your hope is for Iowa, for an Iowa football fan with this team in the quarterback position, is that Nathan Stanley just takes this job and Tyler Wiegers makes the decision to stick around and he'll be the backup. That's what your hope is. Stanley, I think, has more upside. I think he has an ability to be the big kind of big player kind of player that you're looking for and that you're going to need, I think, for this Iowa offense. Either way, you want that. You want Ken O'Keefe to sprinkle that magic that he has in the past with first-year starting quarterbacks. Now, he went through a lot of them when he was an offensive coordinator with the University of Iowa. Going from Brad Banks to Chandler to Drew Tate, a lot of success with all three of those guys. A little bit later on, you saw guys with lot, not a lot of experience or in some aspects, no experience at all, being able to come in and be effective right away. That is your hope for this offense and the hope for the quarterback position. We'll talk with that coming up a little bit more with Tom Caker. More from the two deeps. Well, the running back spot. There is no shiny toy there. The new running back in James Butler. James Butler, the uh, transfer from Nevada. I think some people maybe expected right away that he was going to be in there. That's not the case. Remember, Butler just announced, was it 4th of July, that he was going to transfer to Iowa. And he hasn't even gone through a practice yet with the full staff there. So a little silly to expect him to be out in front at that running back position, maybe listed as an either-or, even a backup to Akron Wadley. The way they have it listed is Akron Wadley's a starter, Torn Young, and Tokes Akinrabade. Those are your three running backs. The wide receiver position. Your starter over at split end, Matt Vandenberg. No shocker. He's back. He's healthy. He's trying to work through things. Good there. On the other side, Nick Easley, the Juco kid. Got a lot of pub in the spring. Let's see if it translates. Your backup's Adrian Falconer and Devontae Young. But here was the first thing offensively that was kind of a whoa moment. Tight end, Noah Font. Backup, Nate Whiting. We saw Whiting last year, very good blocker. Not sure what he's going to be able to do in the passing game. But they have two listed. That's old school Iowa football there. We're lining up, and we're going two tight ends. But the tight end, not Drew Cook. Not Peter Picard, another guy that saw a lot of time. Not... Dowling Catholic grad, John Wisniski. No, none of those guys as the second tight end listed as a starter. That's TJ Hawkinson. And if you've heard me talk at all about this position, and going back to his high school days at Sheridan, TJ Hawkinson is an elite talent. This guy went up, made plays all over the place. He took a Sheridan team and put them on his back at times. TJ Hawkinson is an absolute stud. Now, 
you have to be careful in trying to translate these guys and guys that make the step to the next level. TJ Hawkinson has not played a snap of Division I football. He redshirted last year, has gotten bigger, his weight is up, he's listed up at 243. That's a good thing to see. I said it at the time that he was getting recruited, and I'll say it now again. He is a Brandon Myers starter kit. Remember Brandon Myers? Down at PCM Monroe, excellent football player, great basketball player too. You know, had opportunities to play basketball at the next level. Looked like he was on his way to you and I, and right on signing day, gets the phone call. Iowa had a commitment drop out, had something that happened, had an open scholarship, said, hey, Brandon Myers, we got one for you. He decided to say no to you and I, ends up and puts together a great career at Iowa and a long NFL career. Now, that's high acclaim, trying to equate those two. But in terms of what they were at the high school level, athletic ability, size, small school kind of guy, TJ Hawkinson, Brandon Myers, I think they line up perfectly. And if you're going to get that kind of career out of Hawkinson, you sign up for that. But him being listed as a starter, even though they list two tight ends, Noah Font and Hawkinson, that was the first whoa moment for me with this depth chart. Offensive line, as you'd expect, left to right, Boone Myers, Keegan Render, James Daniels, Sean Welsh, and Ike Becker. Those are your left to right, your starting five, all guys with starting experience, all guys you expect to be very good this season. Not a whole lot to be said there. Defensively, kind of what we saw back in the spring, the Nelsons listed as co-starters at one defensive end spot, Parker Hesse on the other inside, your starters, Cedric Lattimore and Nathan Budgeta. And, and Budgeta's a guy, you know, we talk so much going back to the spring and back to when the injury happened because it impacted the team so much, the injury to Matt Vandenberg. But maybe just as importantly, and what his return is going to do, is what they're going to be able to get out of Nathan Budgeta. Depth is a real concern at defensive tackle. There are people out there that will tell you that Matt Nelson can play inside a little bit. Maybe Parker Hesse even on some passing downs can play inside. But you look at the depth that they have. One, the other starter, other than Budgeta, is Cedric Lattimore. Guy that played a little bit last year as a true freshman. But you're talking about a big ramp up going from playing some spot minutes to playing 600 snaps a season. That is a big jump up. Brady Reef, a guy that's just never been able to crack things. Younger brother of Riley Reef and Garrick Jansen. Those are your two deep guys right now. Budget is important. And for Iowa football, well, we've seen him just last year be able to get by at the very least without much semblance of a passing game and without really a wide receiver threat. But Iowa has to be good in the middle defensively. Iowa cannot get by and survive if their defensive tackles aren't playing at a high level. That's the one constant for Iowa throughout the years is if they don't have good line play and especially good play up the middle, they're going to struggle. Yeah, you have three linebackers back. You're feeling confident about what you're going to see with Neiman, Jewell, and Bauer. You're good there. But if offensive linemen are up on them, Josie Jewell's not going to be very effective if he's out there getting double teamed because the defensive linemen, the defensive tackles, are not taking up blockers. You need them to be able to occupy that space and then your linebackers to go make plays. That's one to keep an eye on and how healthy Budget is going to be. Mention the linebackers, no surprise. And finally, back to the defensive backfield. Your quarterbacks, Joshua Jackson and Manny Ragumba. Backups, Ojemudia and Boswell, who we expect. Depth, probably going to be a, a chance for some experience. But let's go to safety. With the injury to Brandon Snyder, 
Jake Gervas had that great spring game, three interceptions in it. Great for him, not so great for the quarterbacks that that was happening to. But that's what was happening. And Miles Taylor, who lost his job last season, had an injury, then just outright lost it to Anthony Gare, he's back as a starter at the strong safety position. To me, the intriguing part, though, is the two backups, Noah Clayberg and Amani Hooker. Hooker, a guy that played a lot last year in special teams. In fact, he's over now at the free safety spot. You wonder how much he's going to be able to push Jake Gervas over there. And then Noah Clayburn, a guy that if you saw him in high school at Pella, did everything, fun to watch, put a team on the back. I mean, that that's what he was able to do. He certainly had a lot of talent around him also. But he was a gray shirt. So what that means, he was actually, he's going to be a freshman a season ago. But instead of that, he didn't enroll full-time in classes, part-time in classes, wasn't with the football team, and then was able to go through spring practice this year. He will still be a true freshman in terms of eligibility this season. Both that injury to Snyder, you got Clayberg back there, you got Hooker back there. The two backups, that would be maybe something to keep an eye on, put an asterisk by what happens at those safety spots and how close is the race at both of them. I'm going to guess that the leash is going to be a little tight for Taylor and Gervas. Just a guess. That's how I see it right now. The two deeps are out for Iowa football. The speculation continues, and Kirk Ferentz about an hour away from talking to the media over at Big Ten Media Days. We will hope to bring that to you starting at 1.15 today, working on some uh, technical aspects to make sure we get that up and running, but uh, we hope to bring that to you again live at 1.15. Kirk Ferentz in the press conference we will bring to you. Coming up today, as mentioned, Tom Caker about 10 minutes away from Chicago. Jimmy B, he'll be checking in a couple times today, both at 1 o'clock and about 2.25. Scott Miller on baseball. He'll be here at 1.40. 2 o'clock, Kevin Lehman. We put a cap on things with the primetime league. And at 2.40, it'll be Greg Steven. He is uh, one of the directors for the Iowa Barnstormer basketball team, the AU program. They do a great job over there, and they're making their way to Vegas. How about that? Going out to Vegas and uh, getting some things done as a big event down in Kansas over the weekend. Both the 15-year-old and 16-year-old squad for the Iowa Barnstormers uh, winning championships down there. No surprise. You play team basketball. They play good basketball, seems like, each and every time. Let's go to now, in case you missed it. It's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. You're in the market to either complete re-roof or small leak and everything in between. Wolf Construction Roofing will help you out. Get a hold of them. Get it set up. We're getting to the end of summer. When media days continue on, Big Ten media days, you know we are getting down to the nitty-gritty. Get it done today. Call Wolf Construction Roofing. Let's go. Well, I want to go first to Saturday. Usually we just go to the night before. We got some stuff. We got Cubs Cardinals. We got all those things. But I got to take you back to where I was on Saturday night up in Minneapolis, the 1987 World Championship team at a pregame ceremony. Very cool. Awesome to see the guys. Boy, they look old. Got my Stein. Love that. Yeah, they have a beer Stein for the 87 team. Thanks to my Aunt Kyra. She got there early enough as I had the little one to uh, get me my beer Stein. I'll be drinking out of that for a long time going forward. But let's get to it and take a look back as the Twins honor the 87 championship team. Ladies and gentlemen, your 1987 world champion 
Minnesota Twins. And it's now my pleasure to invite 1987 World Series MVP, Frank Viola. The most ingredient to winning a championship is not talent. It helps. But it's a bunch of guys believing and trusting in themselves and realize you can't win games by yourself. What TK installed on the field, instilled in us on the field, and what all these guys did was they believed in each other. Every time we took the field, especially as the season went on, we believed in what we were doing. And we won the world championship in 1987 because we all believed in each other. Just as he closed out game seven, we invite Jeff to throw today's ceremonial pitch to his catcher, Tim Laudner. And the Twins are baseball's world champions. The world champion, Minnesota Twins. There it was from MLB TV, the Twins as they honor things. Got out to a 6 nothing lead and about blew it. In a typical Twins fashion, we get it done. 6-5, the Tigers take the game yesterday. Let's go to some more recent baseball, though. From yesterday, those Kansas City Royals keep finding a way, and they're doing it with one of the best names in baseball, Whit Merrifield. Guy sounds like he should be playing in the 1920s. Here he is, hitting bombs for KC. He smacks one high in the air, deep to left. That's the way back and carrying out of here. That hit well. Deep to left. Away back. And Merrifield has tied this game. With Merrifield with his first multi-home run game and his big league career. There it was yesterday. A couple homers, including one. They tied it up. They tack one on in walk-off fashion. The win for Kansas City, 5-4 over the White Sox. We finish up with the other Chicago team. This one, ah, the Northsiders, the hated St. Louis Cardinals in town. And the Cubs just keep finding ways to win. Yesterday, it was Wilson Contreras last night, a two-run homer in a tie ball game. High fly ball to left. Fan back. Going to watch it go. Two run shot. Wilson Contreras to give the Cubs the lead. I felt like he overthrew a couple of fastballs to set up this 3 1 count and a great catch out there from a young Cubs fan. Wilson Contreras fired up a big time at bat. The uh, young Cub fan in between a couple of Cardinal fans. A fun scene last night. Jose Quintana with another win. Michael Waka takes the loss. And another save for Wade Davis in the end. Victory goes the Cubs as Wade Davis gets Carson Kelly to hit a soft grounder and finish things out. The Cubs now 51-46. and 46. Most importantly, they are in a tie. In a tie for first place. Didn't take them long. Right after that all-star break. And it certainly has helped that the Milwaukee Brewers have hit the skids in a big way. We will talk more baseball coming up today. Again, 140 Scott Miller. National baseball columnist. He will be here. We'll talk with him about that. But coming up on the other side, Tom Cakert from HawkeyeReport.com. We talk some Hawkeyes in Chicago. Primetime league action as well. Putting a cap on that. That's all next here on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, 
and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Before you experience the spinning, eating, and competing thrills of the Iowa State Fair, experience the thrill of saving over 30% on gate admission before August 9th. Visit iowastatefair.org to print your advanced admission tickets at home with no extra fees. Or, while supplies last, purchase advanced admission tickets at participating Iowa Hy-Vee and Hy-Vee drugstores, Fairway stores, and Central Iowa Price Chopper and Cash Saver stores, or the Iowa State Fair ticket office. Visit iowastatefair.org or a participating retailer today to save. The Iowa State Fair, August 10th through the 20th in Des Moines. Nothing compares to these savings. And be sure to discover new rides and old favorites at the Iowa State Fair's Thrill Parks. Nothing compares to the thrills at the Iowa State Fair. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found Lucchese Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options Lucchese Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. Lucchese Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit Lucchese Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local...
local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment not return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC. We go next to Chicago. Tom Cakert is there. Getting ready for Big Ten Conference uh, with the media days underway and Kirk Ferentz coming up at one fifteen this afternoon. What's happening, Tom? Oh, not a lot. Just, you know, it's always good to be in the Windy City and, uh, you know, enjoying uh, Chicago in the summer, one of the best uh, summer cities in America. Oh, there's no doubt about that. You got to enjoy Wrigley, so your Cubs are finally figuring things out here after that All-Star break. Yeah, so far so good, but uh, we'll see. They got the Crosstown uh, series here the next uh, four nights against the White Sox, so uh, you'd uh, need to keep going. You need to keep going. Uh, nothing's nothing's for sure with this team, uh, given what they've done this year. <laughs> that, that is very true. The good, good news also, Milwaukee has kind of fallen apart here in the second half. Back tied, and I have a feeling the Brewers are. It's going to be a story where, remember when the Brewers got off to that good start back in 2017, and that'll be about it uh, with that. But <laughs> we're here to talk some Hawkeyes with you, Tom. And uh, let's start with the rumblings that are out there. Of course, they bring in a grad transfer at the running back position, the kid from Nevada who over 3,000 yards out there, back-to-back 1,300-yard seasons. Everyone's excited about that and what they're going to do, but more rumblings out there about a possibility of a, a wide receiver coming in. What's the latest that you know, Tom? What can you tell us? Yeah, it looks like they're going to bring in, uh, at least they're attempting to bring in a graduate transfer uh, from New Mexico, a kid named Matt Quarles, who had uh, 13 catches last year. He is from uh, the St. Louis area, went to Hazelwood Central High School, which is the same high school that produced uh, a pretty good player named Marvin McNutt. And uh, so we'll see when, if they announce that. I think it was still kind of being, you know, worked through and had, you know, there's some paperwork to be filed. But from what we've been told, uh, that's the plan, is that he's going to join them for fall camp and uh able to play this year so um gives them at least another option at a position that uh you know if you look at the depth chart that was released today and there's one guy on there really that's caught a pass (laughs) (laughs) that's scary that that is incredibly scary one guy that's caught a pass and of course that's matt vandenberg and we don't know exactly what he's going to be as he works his way back from the foot injury uh, with that, Tom, what have you heard about Vandenberg? Uh, you're going to talk to him, uh, I'm sure, later today. But, you know, what what has been the latest that you've heard him in terms of workouts, what he's been able to do? Yeah, when we talked to Kirk last week, kind of uh, talked about it in terms of, like, uh, you know, and I had a friend of mine who had a, had this on his car when I was growing up because uh, he had a, his, uh, they were pretty well well off family, and his dad bought him a you know kind of a sporty car and put a governor on on the car so he couldn't go over like the speed limit, and that's kind of what Kirk described it as with Vandenberg that they have been exceedingly careful with him. I think is probably the proper term this summer, and 
not let him go kind of full bore, but he's been out running. Um, seems to be fine. They've fitted him with some orthotics. They've uh, kind of changed the way he comes out of his breaks. So uh, hopefully those things will help him to uh, be able to play this year because, you know, don't forget, he didn't have just one broken foot. He broke the same foot twice within mm-hmm. a calendar year, and that is uh, a significant issue, uh, to say the least. Happening in the same spot, you're right. I mean, incredibly nerve-wracking to see something like that happening. And and for a, a guy that, yeah, he's got better speed, I think, than people give him credit for, but his game is certainly more about what he can do in terms of getting off the line, separation, running routes. And if that if you lose even a tenth of a second or, or just a little bit of your ability to make a cut, I think that's going to make a pretty big impact on him individually also. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he has made his, his bones as kind of a, a really um, good route runner. And um, I, I think that's the, the big concern here is, boy, is it going to impact how he's able to uh, run routes uh, more uh, efficiently and get open uh, because, you know, not only are you um, thin at the position, but uh, also you're breaking in a brand-new quarterback mm-hmm. uh, this fall, too. So that's the other uh, issue to deal with. And you got to have some sort of passing game unless, uh, you know, I, I joked with a friend of mine this morning in the media that I saw in the lobby. I said he, he, was, he was joking that he was going to ask Kirk if they're going to run the single wing this year. <laughs> power football. That's what I was talking about, a little power football this morning. And so the press, uh, the depth chart comes out this morning as – you get your media guide when you make your way to Chicago every year, Tom. Uh, and the quarterback is out. It is listed QB1. There was no designation of an or. Nathan Stanley in the top spot. How much of a stranglehold in your estimation does he have on that top spot? I still think it's more of an or, but um, okay. just based on what Kirk said last week, I think, and I've thought this all along, that they, they want Stanley to win the job. They think he's going to win the job, but they want to see him win the job. And uh, I, I think that's the, the key thing. I'd like, I, I think ideally knowing Kirk and, you know, kind of watching him for uh, his tenure, he wants to have a quarterback in place uh, probably by the end of uh, the kids' day practice on, on uh, August 12th. Mm-hmm. And if he can have that, then I think he's going to be pretty happy about uh, where where things are. And I, I think they just want Stanley to go out in this first two weeks and take hold of the job and show that he's the starter. Well, uh, a couple of tight ends listed in the starting uh, lineup there for the offensive two deep. Uh, on one side, no big surprise. We saw Noah Font take a big step forward last year in his freshman year. Uh, blocking is still going to be a concern there. Even in spring, I uh, saw a couple of missed blocks out of him. But they list another one over on the other side, and T.J. Hawkinson gets his first uh, look at the top of the depth chart. Peter Picard, good blocker, senior, uh, longtime walk-on as the backup behind him. But Hawkinson, a kid, I absolutely love. I, I saw so many highlights of him in high school, down at Sheridan, an athletic kid. Uh, kind of in the mold of Brandon Myers. People remember him from back in his days at PCM. Yep. I think Hawkinson right there with him. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, you know, TJ was a pretty good basketball player, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, you know, that's a really good comparison. And 
you know, only Iowa would list two tight ends in the starting lineup, by the way. <laughs> Love it. Only Iowa. Love it. It's and okay. that's the that's the beauty of, of Iowa football. Because remember the last few years under Greg Davis, they would list three wide receivers and a tight end. And now they're back down to two wide receiver listings, a split end and a wide receiver, and then two tight ends. And TJ's going to play a lot. I mean, he, what they're doing here is they've given uh, a look at, at a position that with two guys that are guys that can stretch the field and make plays in Noah Fant and uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. One more uh, over on the defensive side. You know, we got a lot of names that we know. No A.J. Epinesa, and I, I know there's already been some hand-wringing. I saw that on Twitter this morning. Where's Epinesa in the two deep? Well, he hasn't even practiced yet. Let's slow down a little bit. But uh want to get your thoughts on the safety position, maybe most importantly, the backup safety positions. Tell us a little bit about Noah Clayberg, uh, a gray shirt candidate that is now eligible, went through spring practice, and then Amani Hooker, played last year as a true freshman, and I know, uh, Tom, a guy that a lot of people are really excited about, the kid from up in Minneapolis. Yeah, and let's just put to rest why those guys, uh, why some of these guys aren't on the two deeps. It's because they have not taken part in a practice yet. That's why James Butler's not on there at, mm-hmm. at running back, and James Butler will be the backup running back. But he hasn't practiced yet. He hasn't put on an Iowa jersey yet in a practice session. That's why A.J. Epinesa and James Butler, both those guys will be in the two deeps eventually. So just you know, pump the brakes, everybody. Relax. Take a deep breath. Um, but safety, Noah Clayberg, you know, at the beginning of uh, spring practice last year, he was at running back, and when uh, Brandon Snyder went down, they moved him over to safety, and uh, it's a thin position right now for them, and it's a young position. So um, Clayberg looked pretty good out there, and uh, I, I think he's probably just the me- next most logical guy. Hooker, um, you know, he's really talented. I like him a lot. I, I think you could see him at strong or free safety mm. if needed. Um, and uh, he's a guy on the rise. Now the big question will be, and I think uh, you know it'll probably get brought up at some point today, is where's Brandon Snyder at in his recovery, and is there still a chance that he comes back this year? You, know, you keep hearing rumblings that he's going to try it, but boy, that's really hard to see happening with an ACL tear. Yeah, and the rumblings are out there. There's some rumors. Uh, I've heard a couple of things over there also, Tom, We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and, and the thing with ACLs is the recovery can be different for so many different guys, and, and that's another part is you're not exactly sure how quickly some guys can bounce back. Uh, that's another thing that you're going to have to keep your eye on there. Uh, and, and it's something that I'm sure he would love to be able to come back and give them something here. Uh, but what if Jake Gervas comes out there and he's fine? And what if Miles uh, Taylor finally puts it all together in his senior year? You don't want to rush it if that's the case. It'll be I think a conversation will also probably go really what the play of the other two safeties is. Yeah, I, I think that'll be a big part of it. And it's also just knowing Snyder, he wants to play, and there's nobody that works harder and uh, will come back from an injury quicker than that kid. I mean, he, the, no one will outwork him. So I, I think they believe that he can come back. I think he believes he can come back, but but you do, you know, you've seen a lot of guys come back from ACLs quick and try to do it in that six, seven-month time frame, mm-hmm. but it ends up, you know, you end up getting hurt again. And it's just because you 
can't uh, rush Mother Nature, so to speak. Uh, you just can't can't rush the full healing of uh, an ACL tear. So we'll see. I, I, I'm kind of cautiously optimistic that he'll be able to come back and help them this year. He's already used his red shirt. So, you know, uh, if he can come back even in a limited role, I think that's a good thing. Well, a uh, lot going on. Kirk talking again, one fifteen today as we have Tom Cakert here on the line from Chicago on the Draft House 50 hotline. Uh, with that, Tom, I want to get your a couple more thoughts on football and then on basketball before we run. Uh, the first thing I want to get your thoughts on, they had the, uh, the media survey that came out with the media members that vote where teams are going to finish. Were you surprised to see the Hawkeyes pick to finish fourth in the West? A little bit, but that's just, you know... I, 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 Wisconsin's a very logical pick yes. in the West mm-hmm. to win. Uh, they've got a schedule that um, sets up pretty well. They've got a lot of guys back. Um, I, I think they're the logical pick. Um, Northwestern's somewhat of a logical pick for second. I, I you know, again, a good schedule. Um, I, I think they've got a chance to be pretty good. They've got an experienced quarterback, a good running back in Jackson. The Nebraska one, boy, that just smells like a reputation pick more than anything else, doesn't it? Yeah. Just, uh, you know, you know, um, they've got a lot of question marks. They've got a pretty challenging schedule, I think. So, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it just, and they, they've got, they're breaking in a new quarterback too. And yeah, he's experienced, but you know, is is Tanner Lee ready for the the Big Ten? I don't know. And they've had kind of a, I don't know, I don't want to say chaotic, but an unsettled kind of off season, um, I, I think. So it's, um, you know, I, I could see Iowa third. I think that's where I would put them. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of a fair spot right now. And it, you mentioned Tanner Lee. The, the people to our west, Tom, they are all lathered up about this kid. I understand it was Tulane. He didn't have a whole lot of talent around him, but boy. If you're talented, you figure you're going to be able to make some guys work around you, and that wasn't the case. That, that wasn't the case at all there. Uh, you look at his numbers, they're, they're not what you'd expect out of quarterback that's getting this much pub. As a blade of snapping is at Big Ten media days. Can you ever remember anything like that, Tom? Yeah, it's just it's weird. Um, I can't remember something like that happening. And I'm just, you know, I'm going to take a wait and see with Nebraska. Every year, those guys... Uh, and a lot of their media folk hyped them up to be, you know, Tom Osborne Huskers. And I, I just, you know, I, I want to wait and see them do something in the Big Ten right. you know, before I'm going to anoint them as a, a great team. And, you know, like I said, they've had a lot of chaotic things off season. you know, from their wide receiver coach uh, mm-hmm. with his DUIs to – Guys leaving, guys not showing up. Bobby uh, Elliott just and Bobby Elliott. They've had um, they lost, you know, their uh, best defensive back for four to six months. So they've got some big question marks right now. Tom Caker joining us here. Tom, over to some basketball, the primetime league in the books, and well, as we all had it, Jack Nungy is the MVP. <laughs> surprised, I was surprised by that. I figured it. They, I don't know that it's ever gone to an incoming true freshman. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, be it Iowa or you and I, and uh, it's 
tells you a little bit about that kid and how good he can potentially be. And like I've said since the beginning of the primetime league, Garza and Nunji are going to have a role this year, and they're going to both play a lot. And uh, they just they give Iowa something that they don't have. Uh, and Ryan Creener stepped up, so it's going to be you know a really crowded front court um, with a lot of different options. And I'm just really curious what Fran does on this European trip. Uh, you know, they leave August sixth, mm-hmm. go over to Germany, and then to France, and going to see what kind of uh, um, what kind of a look and what kind of lineups he goes with. And, you know, still the, the big key to me for the Iowa basketball team is their guard play. And I love what I've seen from Mohanan. I really like what I've seen from Isaiah Moss. I think he's ready to take the uh, next step. But, you know, the, who's your backup point guard right now? And is Christian Williams ready to do that? And uh, how much can he do? So, We'll, we'll see um, how they do over on their four-game tour of uh, of Europe. Well, Tom, uh, you mentioned that trip over to Europe and, and the guard court and what they're going through. So before we let you run, PTL's in the books. we got to take a look back. And Jimmy B., uh, I'm going to be talking with him here in just a little bit as he's still out on the road. But we did our PTL mock draft. And you know who yep. had the best team now looking back upon it? Jimmy B. Jimmy B. did. Listen to Jimmy B.'s team. Nicholas Bear, Wyatt Lowhouse, and, and Wyatt Lowhouse, he looks like he's going to be back and good for you and I, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks yeah. really good this summer. Creener, who was another breakout guy. Nunji, the MVP. Juwan McLeod, who looked excellent again this year. And Ellingson, who was pretty good. Jimmy P had a knockdown, dragout, awesome team this year. He, he, this is just proof that even the blind squirrel finds the acorn. <laughs> I'm going to play that for him, and he's going to get all fired up about it. All right, who who has the second-best team between you and me, Tom? You had Bohannon, Clint Carlson, Garza, Ahmad Wagner, Christian Williams, Isaiah Brown. I had Tyler Cook, Isaiah Moss, Bennett Cook, Spencer Haldeman, Taiwan Pickford, and Dom Ewell. Who are you giving with the number two? Who gets the silver out of us? I think I might get number two. Get out uh, of here. But I really like, I really like the Pickford kid. He's going to be good. Boy, is he going to be good. I, I think he's got a chance That's to be really steal. special. Yes. Yeah. That's a steal for Jake. Absolute steal. And those are the kind of guys that they need, the guys that are overlooked for whatever reason. Those are, you know, the Eric Coleman's, the uh, Kajoa Helligba, guys like that, both who happen to be Minneapolis guys, also like Tuan Pickford, overlooked. Pickford, it sounded like it was injuries. He got hurt towards the end of his junior year. And here he is at UNI. He's probably going to be out there dominating. Now, the difference here between the past, though, here's the problem, Tom, for Ben Jacobson, is Pickford turns out to be a stud right away, and he's out there and say he's by his second year in, in all-MVC pick. Well, we've seen a lot of those guys then look for greener pastures, look for the big power program to go fi- uh, play their final couple of years. That's something you have to be susceptible to anymore as a mid-major, which is kind of terrible when you think about it. Yeah, it does suck for the mid-majors. And, you know, you could see, you know, if he's really, really good, old Richard Patino yeah. might make a play for him up in uh, Minneapolis. So we'll, we'll see. That is if Richard is there because I keep wondering if, you know, he does really well this year after coming off of last year. He's off to a, a bigger, more name-brand job given his name and given uh, – the uh, history of Patino's and looking for other jobs. 
Yeah, I don't think he is, regardless, one way or the other, he is not going to be in Minneapolis long-term. This is not a guy that's setting up stakes, going to be there for a decade plus. That that does not appear to be what's going to happen with my boy little Ricky Patino up in Minnesota. Tom, we're out of time. You get to meet another gopher uh, coming up in P.J. Fleck. That's, uh, what, tomorrow you get Fleck? Tomorrow to open the day. Oh, and God. what's the over-under of number of times he uses the word elite? during his 15 minutes on the podium. 15 minutes. I'm going to put it at 12 and a half. I'll take the over. Take the over. It's probably a good call. <laughs> Today, what we have coming up, it is Lovey Smith, Tom Allen. You're asking, who's Tom Allen? He's the Indiana coach. Ference, DJ Durkin, D'Antonio, Urban Meyer, and Paul Chris. And then tomorrow, Harbaugh, Fleck, Riley, Fitzgerald, Franklin, Jeff Brom, and Chris Ash. Tomorrow might be a little more juicy than today. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then, uh, by the way, uh, for your listeners, uh, I'm going to be headed out to uh, our favorite city in America, Las Vegas, nice. uh, to watch some AAU basketball later next, uh, later this week. So nice. uh, be out there. And those uh, Iowa Barnstormers teams are crushing it on the AAU circuit. The Patrick McCaffrey's team just won their second big event in a row. Uh, and uh, we'll be going for uh, potentially a perfect record in the month of July. Unbelievable. So, uh, Pat's on that team. Who are some of the other uh, maybe D1 possible prospects on that squad? Um, boy, the, the um, Noah Carter's on that team, okay. kid from Dubuque. Um, uh, the kid from uh, Linmar, and his name is completely escaping me right now. Um, it's a really nice player, and um, uh, Robertson. Um, is, I don't think I've a, seen him. Nice yeah, he's a nice player, and uh, you know they've they've got a good team, and it's a fun team to watch. And Patrick McCaffrey is really good, so good to see him. Good to see Joe Wieskamp. Good to see some of these other 2019 kids that Fran's recruiting since. Really not any room on the 2018 boat right. for anybody at this point. Yeah, it's crazy how quickly that goes. I'm, I'm looking at the roster now uh, over there. Get here locally, Kenny Quinn's on that team that plays at Hoover, demanded a point guard. Uh, Trey Hutchinson from Lidmar, is that who you're thinking of? That's who it is. That's a, it's Trey Hutchinson. Yep. Yeah, Trey Hutchinson. Yeah. You know, the, the Hilmer kid from North Lynn, he's, he's probably not a D1 kid. He's really good. He's really, he's really re- good. I like him a lot. He's really fun. And there's a kid here from Waukee. Saw him during his sophomore year quite a few times. Dylan Jones, he's 6'8". Dylan Jones is a is a rising oh. guy who's going to get some, uh, you know, at least Missouri Valley yes. looks. That, and, you know, Drake. Drake would be very wise. Offer him now. If they haven't, him. yes, that, that need to be made at this point. I think you and I as well. I love the kid's game. He can handle it incredibly well. Athletic. He's still got plenty of room to fill out. Six foot eight already. Yeah, Dylan Jones, that's one to keep an eye on from Waukee here locally. Uh, you mentioned the Carter kid from senior, Dubuque Senior. I really liked his game. Remember uh, watching him at State this year? Good player. Uh, and just Iowa in general and what, and what the Barnstormer staff is doing. Boy, they got some good kids. Yeah. And, uh, you know, their 15s won a title this weekend at. Uh... Um, and down in Kansas City, and that group's really come along. They were struggling a little bit early in the year, and they've kind of figured it out. So, um, yeah, and then, you know, they're they're uh, more veteran team, the 17s with Joe Wieskamp and Joey Hauser, who committed to Marquette yesterday. And, uh, you know, 
A.J. Green, um, that's a really good team, too. That's Tom Caker heading to Vegas watching some hoops right now in Chicago. Good week for Tom as he joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Tom, as always, thanks for your time. Okay, thanks for having me on, Trent. Taking the break here, back with more in just a moment. Jimmy B and TC continues on from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Attention taxpayers, if you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, the government has the power to take everything you own, your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. For over 10 years, Oxford Tax Partners have been helping people just like you settle, reduce, or eliminate tax debts. We can do the same for you, but you have to call now. 1-800-424-0029. When you call, you'll receive a free consultation with one of our tax advisors. We also specialize in helping people with unfiled returns, wage garnishments, tax liens, and bank levies. Don't make the big mistake of thinking you can handle your tax problem on your own. Stop the collection process. Call Oxford Tax Partners today at 1-800-424-0029 for your free consultation. Tax advisors are standing by to help you put your tax issues behind you once and for all. That's 1-800-424-0029. 1-800-424-0029. From Charlene Harris, the acclaimed author behind True Blood, comes a thrilling new drama, Midnight, Texas. Midnight sits on powerful mystical energy. In Midnight, only outsiders fit in. Where are you exactly? Vampires, one word for it. But when their town is threatened, these misfits will band together and fight. I'll help however I can. Midnight, Texas, premieres tonight on NBC. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees. Just free installation on carpet $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet price $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See homedepot.com for details. Offer ends August 16th. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet 
of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back once again, putting a cap on our number one here, Jimmy B and TC. We got Brinson checking in, a little delayed, so uh, not back with us live today. He'll be back, though. He thinks by tomorrow. It's Jimmy B. You never know. But we'll see what's going on in the world of Jimmy B. Coming up, we got the Kirk Ferentz press conference coming up from Big Ten Media Days. We'll bring that to you live as well here. Scheduled to start at 115. In fact, might be a little bit earlier than that. Uh, Mark D'Antonio on the podium right now. And we will uh, bring Kirk Ferentz to you here in just a little bit whenever they go live. We'll certainly get that. But now speaking of D'Antonio, a guy that built the Michigan State program up to you know, heights I didn't know if they could ever get to, uh, kind of the level that he was consistently. And through at least my lifetime of nearly 40 years now, you'd see the blips where they'd make a run, they'd make a jump, they'd have a talented team, whatever it is, but never could really get over that hump. And now with this year, what do they have? Iowa goes on the road this year to Michigan State. It's a week after the game against Penn State at Kinnick, and I know there are a lot of people that are wanting to put this one in the W column. I just, yes, Michigan State was bad last year. A lot of dysfunction. I'm still a believer in D'Antonio, that he is going to be able to, at the very least, make them a solid team. If you're looking for a way for Iowa to get two, eight, nine wins, challenge for division crown, one of those wins are probably going to be putting in there is that game against Michigan State. Road game, early on, I don't know if I can go there with you. It's tough. Becoming a bigger believer, I think, in Michigan State, the closer we get to football season. And one more great note from Big Ten Media Days. To me, the best thing that is happening. BTN, remember they had the silly commercial a couple years back with Kirk uh, sitting in a nest, a hawk's nest? Well, Brent Yarnia from the Big Ten Network said that they asked Kirk Ferentz to read mean tweets. You've seen this. Jimmy Kimmel's done it. Bunch of other places. Tweets about them that aren't very kind. He did it. That is going to be fun. I am looking forward to that. And that, that sound you hear is every Hawkeye fan trying to say, oh boy, did they use one of the mean tweets that I had for Kirk? Let's hope not. For your sake. We'll come back on the other side. We got Jimmy B., Around the corner, then Kirk Ferentz, the press conference from Chicago. All next here on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. 
We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. I'm KFC's Extra Crispy Colonel, and you're the extra busy regular person who has to make dinner for a family of four. But you can shirk that responsibility because my Extra Crispy $20 fill-up from KFC contains eight pieces of freshly double-breaded Extra Crispy Chicken, four biscuits, two orders of mashed potatoes, and a side of coleslaw for just $20. That'll feed them. KFC, it's Extra Crispy Good. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. We don't just carry our boxes to their destination. We carry your business. We carry your growth, your love of your products, and your service. When you hand your product over to us, we know how important it is to you. So we make it just as important to us. It's as if your entire store is right there in our hands. That's why at the United States Postal Service, we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the country. The United States Postal Service. Priority, you. The Ford Summer Sales Event is in full swing. Is your truck going to be able to handle all these pavers for the patio? No problem. The F-150 has got a high-strength, military-grade aluminum alloy body. Oh. With best-in-class payload, the F-150 can handle the work you need it to. Remember when I had a high-strength, military-grade body? <laughs> I don't, actually. It's always a good Take on summer right with Ford, America's best-selling brand, during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Hurry and get our hottest offers during the Ford Summer Sales Event, like 0% financing for 60 months on select Ford F-150s. Plus, get an additional $1,000 on top of your trade-in. Offer ends July 31st. Best-selling based on 2016 sales when properly equipped. Classes full-size pickups under 8,500 pounds. GVWR based on Ford segmentation. Not all buyers qualify for Ford credit financing. 60 months at $1,667 per month for $1,000 finance regardless of down payment. Trade assist cash requires trade-in of 95 or newer vehicle or lease terminated 30 days prior to or 90 days after new retail.